everyone. Welcome to the Perfectly Imperfect podcast. My name is Jamie Schaefer and I'm your host. I mean, I just want to thank you for pushing play and taking time to listen to the podcast. Um, so I come to you tonight, another year older and another year married. Uh, 15 years ago, a hurricane came through on the 1st of September, which is my birthday. And I was at the church getting everything ready in the gym for my wedding reception. Uh, we had everything in one location, my, uh, my home church. And um, when you do that, you have to set up yourself. <laughs> so um, definitely the day before the wedding was a very full day for us. Um, my grandma was ironing all of the tablecloths and my cousins were setting up the tables and chairs and I was bossing everyone around, but not like a bridezilla, just making sure that everything was in its place. Um, it poured the entire day. Um, <laughs> my dress was hanging in the other building across the alley so that all of the tool would relax. And um, after being in a dress bag for quite some time, and then overnight was when the winds and extreme downpours came. And I woke up on September 2nd to hearing my mom talking on the phone to the pastor's wife. Uh, she was already at the church because she was our glam queen for the day, um, getting us all our hair done and making sure that every hair was in its place. And um, come to find out that um, the church building where the wedding ceremony would be held um, had power, but the new building across the alley that had the gym did not and that was where we were going to really need the power because that would be where we would be eating and partying after the ceremony um, that would have been where our DJ was and where the food was going to stay warm and um, all of that fun stuff and uh, so I was trying not to panic and I loaded up and drove to the church. Um, and when I got to the church, I just prayed the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Um, I could have very easily started to freak out. I mean, this is like one of the biggest days of a of a woman's life and um but uh this prayer calmed me down uh the pastor came and found a button to push and all the power came back on <laughs> thank the lord um i said lots and lots of thank yous to jesus and it was seriously the most fun day ever even though it rained all day that day too um, so no outside pictures for us, um, but lots of wonderful memories were made, and um, it was a fantastic day. Um, yeah, I just remember, like, you guys, my dress was, like, 
Cinderella dress. Um, it was very big and, um, it definitely, it was, it was a rainy, rainy, rainy day. I mean, like the hurricane came through and, um, not only just because of the day before was everything wet, but just, I think, not sure if it rained that day too. Now I come to think about it, but I know it was definitely soggy. I think it maybe did. And I'm thankful that the church had a couple different entrances to it so that I could just um, go out this one entrance and get stuffed into my mom's car. I don't even think that I was actually sitting on the seat when I sat down. I think I just twisted around and sat on my dress. Um, and then they drove me around to, um, there's like an overhang that connects the, the old building and the new building together um, so that it's, you know, cohesive. But um, anyway, there, um, there's an overhang there so I could get out at a dry spot because, um, there was a lot of layers to that dress and if it had been wet, it would have been wet for the whole day. And I just hate being wet, like the bottoms of my pants being wet. Um, it's annoying. I just don't like it. So I was really relieved and glad for the fact that we had a dry spot to, shove me in the car and then a dry spot to, um, let me out of the car. Um, and it was just a really great day of dancing and fellowship and smiles and laughter. And, um, yeah, so thanks for going down memory lane with me. Um, I am going to take a really quick break and then we will dive into the fruits of the spirit when I get back. Hey everyone, I want to tell you about a new online boutique that I've fallen in complete love with. Um, it is called Obsessively Passionate Boutique. And here is what you can expect when you shop this adorable online boutique. The boutique releases new styles every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. So there is always something new to fall in love with whenever you visit the site. Um, they offer a wide variety of sizes in most of the styles, ranging from extra small to 3XL, and each style is displayed on two different body types. Um, I love that part because then everybody gets to see what the style will look like on them. Um, the boutique features a live try-on on Facebook Live of some of their, their favorite styles, and most of the time there is a giveaway for one lucky winner who tunes in and shares the event on their Facebook page. Um, the team loves helping their guests find the perfect outfit for their special events, so make sure that you reach out to them for any styling needs. This weekend through Monday, September 6th, there is a Labor Day sale on select styles. These styles are 30% off. The sale price will be reflected in your cart. Make sure to check it out soon so that you can get your size because these cute styles will go fast. Make sure you visit their site at obsessivelypassionateboutique.com and let Eve and her team help you shine from the inside out now. Back to the show. 
Welcome back. So the last several weeks, we have been talking about the fruits of the Spirit. And you can find the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 23. But the spiritual nature produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There are no laws against things like that. And that is the God's word translation that I just read that from. And so uh, each week we've taken one of those fruits and uh, discussed them um, and how we can apply them to our lives. And this week we will be talking about gentleness. Um, Gentleness is the quality of being kind, tender, or mild-mannered. And you hear that definition and you think of a quiet person who tends to be like really polite and calm and um, just, I just think of a really quiet, calm person. Um, Some may even look at gentleness as being weak, but this is not necessarily what it's all about. Don't get me wrong. This is what gentleness is. But after looking a little further into that this fruit, um, with the help of a devotional called Walking in the Fruit of the Spirit, Gentleness, um, that I found on the Bible app, um, I learned that gentleness is not at all about being weak. And you guys, just like a shout out to the Bible app, If you like need a quick moment with the Lord, they have so many awesome devotionals. I've learned a lot about different subjects from finding some devotionals on the Bible app, not getting paid for that or anything. It's not a promotional situation. I just love the app. Um, A friend of mine and I, we do them together and, um, we every now and again we talk about them like back and forth on a text message but it's just nice to like know that somebody else is doing it with me we don't always talk about it but it's great so um they're also great to do by yourself but um yeah so get on there and look at it because it's a really great app but anyway back to gentleness sorry that was like a squirrel moment um (laughs) But yeah, through that um, devotional that I just, that I did in like a day, um, I just learned a lot more about what gentleness really is. Um, And it is a very important fruit because gentleness supports love, kindness, goodness, and even self-control. So, um... Let's dive into this for a minute. Um, I have to say that after studying the fruits of the spirit, um, I have learned that I need a lot of help with these things. (laughs) Um, And gentleness is definitely no different. Um, I can definitely be kind and polite to others, um, but I have to really work on it. Like it takes a lot of effort. And I don't think it's because I am not those things, but I am a very real person. And so, um, which is great. Um, I think a lot of people love really real people, 
but I'm also very blunt when I am real. Like there's no sugarcoating a lot with me. Um, and here's where gentleness supports self-control. I have to learn that I have to learn when to say something and when to keep my mouth shut. Um, Self-control. I also have a little bit of a temper. I get angry and then I either slam things or I cry. And usually it's the slamming because crying is super embarrassing. Not that slamming things isn't embarrassing, but I really prefer to slam things and make a loud Uh, ruckus. (laughs) Um, And there is nothing gentle about um, about doing those things. Um, And when that type of a thing does occur, um, it also kills my witness for Jesus. I am not saying that we are never allowed to be angry as Christians. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. Um, Jesus was definitely angry the day that he threw the money changers out of the temple and said that they had made his house a den of thieves. I mean, he threw stuff around that day. And um, he slammed tables. He threw tables, threw them. Um, I don't slam things in public, but I can definitely cut a person with my tongue. Um, my tongue is, is definitely a weapon at times and I can say things that I don't want to say and it hurts people. (laughs) Um, and I'm not proud of it in the slightest. I mean, it's not guys, our tongues can either build a person up or cut a person down. Um, They can either do good or they can do evil. Um, So in James chapter 3, verses 8 through 9, it says, But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With it, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. Um. We need to speak with gentleness. We need to watch what we say. And I'm preaching to myself, okay? Because I definitely am not good at this sometimes. Um, We like to use our tongue to get back at people. They hurt us, so we hurt them. This is not gentleness. This does not set us apart from others. We are supposed to act in such a manner that others are wondering what our deal is. They are supposed to wonder what we have going on in our lives that we can act in such a mild manner when someone does us wrong. I have to confess that I behave in a manner that is anything but gentle. I am very snappy and people know when I am mad and irritated (laughs) Um, and it's never, it's never a good look you guys like I, and I get it honestly. And as I get older, it has seemed to die down a bit. Um, 
And I would definitely not be described as gentle. Um, unfortunately. <laughs> um, we think that when we blow up, that then people will respect us. They'll have a healthy fear. Um, is it ever healthy to be feared? Um, I would say feared, no. Respected, yes. Um, so like, I had a really healthy fear for my parents. Um, they definitely had, um, rules. I mean, some, some serious rules and I'm glad for that. I, um, it kept me safe, you know, to know that. Uh, and whatever they said would happen, happened. Okay. There was no, like, if you do this, I'm going to do this. And then they didn't No, 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 no. Every time it did. So, and I'm not really certain if, if, if I would call it a fear, but I definitely, I think it was maybe a healthy, it was close to a fear that I would, I think I was more afraid of what would happen to me than I was afraid of them. You know, like, I, I, I think it was a healthy respect what I had for them, if that makes sense. Um, and it's not our job to win battles. Okay, it's, it's God's job to win the battle. And I think sometimes we feel as though by getting all angry and crazy, um, that we are going to win a battle. That's definitely not what happens. We just end up looking like a bitter and angry person. Um, I liked what the devotional said. When we get angry, then we need to go to God about it. And then he can take revenge on the situation. When we get angry with people, then we just look like any other person. Um, when we were made to stand out and act different. Romans 12, 19 says, don't take revenge, dear friends. Instead, let God's anger take care of it. After all, scripture says, I alone have the right to take revenge. I will pay back, says the Lord. Um, Exodus 14, verse 14 says, the Lord is fighting for you, so be still. So guys, that all says it right there. We aren't the ones who take revenge. The Lord does, okay? So we need to just be still. I want to look at another aspect of gentleness when we get back from the break. So I'll see you in a moment. Welcome back. Um, before before the break, we were talking about um, being gentle and having God fight our battles for us instead of getting angry and acting out in anger. 
Um, another way that gentleness is a good fruit to have is so that everything will go right for us. Things will work for us and we won't lack anything. Um, you may ask how that works because we were also promised to not live a life that won't see troubles. Like we were promised that in this life, there will be trouble. Just because we're a Christian doesn't mean that we are given an easy breezy life. Um, but when we are gentle, we have a clear mind. Um, when we have a clear mind, then God can teach us what we need to know because we are calm enough to listen. And that really makes a lot of sense because I don't know about you, but when I get really angry, I get blinded. Like sometimes I get so angry and I can feel it happening that like, I don't even know what I'm saying sometimes anymore. And and it's not good. Okay. But, um, when we are, when we have a clear mind, then like I said, then, then God can teach us what we need to know because we are calm enough to listen and when we are angry and bitter then it's hard to hear the voice of the Lord it's hard when we're angry and bitter like it's hard to even hear the other person that we're angry and bitter with okay like it can be hard I mean we're distracted we're distracted by being angry and um I literally like I say this out of experience Um, because I was extremely bitter for a long period of time and it was like, I was just out there floating around and feeling like I had no purpose. Um, and as soon as, and it's like bitterness, like it kind of reminds me of, um, sleeping beauty. Okay. Where, um, when, like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Sleeping. I hope you've seen it before. If you haven't, then there is a spell, like, okay, I know this is a Christian podcast, but this is the fairy tale. (laughs) The, um, the spell is placed on the castle and these big, strong vines just grow, root up and grow up over it. And Sleeping Beauty is in there and these and the, the spell put on the castle makes it so that it would be very hard for the handsome prince to come and save Sleeping Beauty, okay? So what I think of when I think of this like anger and bitterness um, and the reason why we can't hear the Lord is because this has rooted in us, okay? And then it like grow, it like grows in like vines, like all like all in our in our soul, okay? And then it's hard. Look, the Lord can like do anything, okay? 
but that but our own like self it's hard then for ourselves to like get rid of this vine or it's like weeds in the garden how hard is it sometimes like the thistles to pull out the thistles so that you get all the way down to the root i mean weeds are hard to pull out where you get the roots and everything okay so that's what i equate to this like bitterness and the bitterness just grows all in us and then we're blinded and we're deaf and we can't hear anything that the Lord is trying to to tell us. Um, so, like I said, I mean, I was just out there like floating around and feeling like I had no purpose and I had all these like deep-rooted bitterness. And as soon as I cleared my mind and grabbed those vines and weeds and pulled them out by the roots. Okay. Um, and he, and I was like healed of this bitterness. My eyes were opened wide to what the Lord had in store for my life. Um, I am still not gentle, but I am starting to get there. Um, I am doing things my way and I want to do things his way I actually meant to say I'm not doing things my way (laughs) guys it's been a week Um, (laughs) so sorry I meant to say that I am not doing things my way but I'm doing things his way I want to do things his way I am much happier since doing this and I am by no means perfect and I never will be, but I am trying to do better. And you guys trying to do things better, I feel like is half the battle. Like literally all that we can do because we're never going to be perfect. Okay. We're just not. I mean, we can wake up with a fresh start and try at it again. And that's what we should do. But just know that at the end of the day, we are not perfect. And so don't beat yourself up. Just wake up tomorrow and try again. Um, we don't know it all. So we need to stop acting like we do. God can't teach us if we tell him that we, that we know it all all the time. Like, have you ever tried to teach a know-it-all? I'm sure that my listeners who are teachers or parents know exactly what I'm talking about. It's literally almost impossible. We do this to God all the time. We know what is best for our life and he comes along for the ride. What if we realized that we don't know it all and we recognized that he does? I mean, just think about that. He created us. Why wouldn't he know it all? And we recognize that he does know it all and then 
we come along for his ride. I mean, that would probably be a very incredible ride. <laughs> so let's start to be gentle and learn from God instead of pretending that we have every answer. Because when we, that's the dangerous part, when we feel like we have every answer, then we become self-reliant. And as soon as we become self-reliant, then that is like danger for our relationship with God. Because then when we feel like we're self-reliant, then we feel like we don't need him anymore. When you guys, we need him like so much. We need him every single day. So let's stop being know-it-alls and let's start getting with God who does actually know it all. Matthew chapter 5 verse 5 says, Blessed are those who are gentle. They will inherit the earth. Guys, if we start to become less of a know-it-all and we get rid of the bitterness and we can open our eyes to what God has in store for us and we can ride his ride with him, his ride, his ride for our life, not our ride, his ride, then we will inherit the earth. I would, I think that's a good plan. Who's with me? Let's stop being angry all the time and start to be a little more positive. Like it will turn heads for sure. People will wonder what is up with you. Um, Especially in this angry world that we are living in, we need to shine for Jesus. We are human and it will be hard. Boy, do I know that. I am definitely not one who sings about sunshines and unicorns and glitter all the time. So I definitely know. We are going to fall short most of the time. But each day is a gift from God to try and do better than the day before. And I like the advice that the devotional gave. And it goes like this. When you start to feel like you are going to go out of control, then just stay silent. It's like the old adage. If you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything at all. Um, I want to give kind of an example of what I feel like we should probably look like as Christians. Um, doesn't necessarily have anything to do with what people should say about us is like, see what the differences of us being Christian, but you'll get kind of the idea. Um, uh, all, well, almost 10 years ago now I lost my job. Okay. I mean, I have a job now, but I had lost my job. And it was the end of October, like I'm saying like a week away from Halloween. Um, And it was really rough. Getting a job was hard. 
Um, the economy was not good. Um, and it was just really, I mean, it's no good time to lose your job, but it was a really rough time to lose my job. And it was right before the holidays. So, um, I went through Thanksgiving and I went through Christmas with no job and, um, it was horrible. Um, and then I got a job in retail and it was fantastic. Um, I was working part-time, um, but close to full-time hours. They were very sweet to me. They were really great. I really worked my tail off and earned a lot of respect. But when you work retail at Thanksgiving, <laughs> you are most you are definitely expected to work a uh, Black Friday shift. And we all know what Black Friday is like. Um, it can be kind of crazy. But I went in there so happy to be at work because I hadn't had a job the year before at that time. Um, and I really enjoyed my job. Um, that I got and my retail job and I was in line and I smiled at I was working the cash cash wrap and I smiled and said hello happy Thanksgiving you know happy Thanksgiving you know whatever and um, with every single customer and I had one gentleman who said to me you are really happy for somebody who's working on a Black Friday. And I said to him, I remember looking at him and saying, well, I am happy to be working because last year I didn't have a job. And he got it, you guys. Like he saw something different about me and wondered. He wondered what I, what I had. So you guys, when we as Christians, okay, we need to start to make people wonder what our deal is, why we're so happy in a crazy, angry world. They, they should wonder what's different about us. Make them ask you like that gentleman did to me. I think that um, if all the Christians would do that, this world would not be so angry and crazy. Just some food for thought. So... Proverbs chapter 17 verse 28 says, even a stubborn fool is thought to be wise if he keeps silent. He is considered intelligent if he keeps his lips sealed. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 19 says, sin is unavoidable when there is much talk, but whoever seals his lips is wise. And Galatians chapter 6 verse 1 says, brothers and sisters, if a person gets trapped by wrongdoing, those of you who are spiritual 
should help that person turn away from doing wrong. Do it in a gentle way. At the same time, watch yourself so that you also are not tempted. It's really important to be gentle with one another. Um, We need to speak with one another the way that God would want us to. Be gentle and kind to one another, even when scolding. There is a way to give harsh advice without being harsh. Um, I go back to the example that I gave recently about being in a bad situation at a job and crying in the lobby of the church with my friend. Um, She let me cry and be angry and complain. (laughs) And then she simply looked at me and with a caring yet stern tone asked me how often I had prayed about my situation. It was a gentle way to handle my situation. She could have said, okay, so what are you going to do about it? But instead, she suggested praying. And I've been grateful for that time. It it woke me out of my stupor of just crying about it and put me into action of prayer and fasting and getting to work on fixing my problems with God. It's important to do this with one another in a gentle, loving way. That's the key part. We can correct one another, but we have to be gentle and loving about it not judging one another. There's a way to, to correct without judging too. You can just say, hey, you know, I really care about you and I'm not judging what you're doing, but I'm just saying you're getting close to doing the wrong thing and getting into trouble. It takes guts to be gentle like this. It takes guts to be gentle and watch our tongues. It takes guts to be gentle and do what's right. It takes guts to care for one another in a gentle way. Jesus was such a gentle person. He was meek and polite, but he was also confident a quiet confidence. Everyone knew that he was in control of every situation that he entered. There was no question about that. But he was gentle. He was very gentle. And I don't know about you, but I want to be gentle like Jesus. Do you want to be gentle like Jesus? I want to be gentle like Jesus. Thank you for listening. Until next time, be blessed.